Hello, welcome to the Girl I Slept in My Makeup podcast by three sisters who live in three different states who are excited to talk to each other and also to learn and grow alongside of each of you. I'm Megan, the redheaded, not stepsister, but just the redheaded one. (laughs) I'm Kristen. I guess I'm the youngest sister. That can be my title, I guess. (laughs) And I'm Lauren. I'm the big sister. And I'm just... So excited to finally be within reason of you guys. We uh, moved here from overseas. We used to be a 14-hour time difference, and now we are only one-hour time difference, and we are in three different states, but I just love talking to you guys every day now whenever I want to call. It's so awesome. Yes, (laughs) it's amazing. It's the little things you forget. Uh It's nice to just be able to pick up a phone until someone moves across the world. Exactly. Um, so yeah, what Lauren, why don't you kind of say like why we're here, like why we're even talking to each other (laughs) and recording it. Exactly. So Kristen, we'll, I'll throw it back at you in a minute, but girl, I slept in my makeup. We've been talking about this for a while. And like we said, we're three sisters obsessed with each other and we talk all the time anyway. So we thought, Hey, why not just start recording us? Um, So we, the mission for this podcast is for us to, we, we love other people just as much as we love each other. We're passionate about people and we want others to learn with us and grow with us. And we are just excited to share our journeys. Like we said, we are in three different States. We're all three full-blood sisters from the same hoo-ha, but but we are at three different life stages. We have three different perspectives. We have three different experiences, and we are willing to share that with you guys and just um, are so excited to have you grow and learn alongside us and also our big picture goal is just that each and every episode that you would walk away from listening, falling more and more in love with yourself each time. So Kristen, why don't you give our listeners a background of just kind of the birth of the podcast? This was originally Kristen's idea. And also explain to the listeners the title in case they are not familiar, if it doesn't ring a bell for them. What the heck is that about? Yeah. 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 Um, Well, I also wanted to say something on the tail end of what you said um, with us all three being sisters. So you know that saying like um, you should feed your soul? Uh, I will say talking with you too and talking about life is something that really feeds my soul. And, you know, I also do that by going to church, by bubble baths, but this is one of the main things that feed my soul. Like we feed our bodies. We also have to feed our soul. And so I'm just excited to be here and doing this with y'all. Um And for listeners, I just want to add that if you don't, I'm sure you have ways, but if you're like, huh, I wonder what that is for me, definitely, I think everyone should write down the ways that feed your soul. So I just wanted to add that before I get into our crazy title. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so our title is girl. I slept in your makeup. And first my off, makeup. I want to slept in my makeup. I slept in my makeup. I just want to start off by saying, uh, if it sounds familiar to you, that might be because you're also a huge fan of Rachel Hollis. Um, us three are 
massive fans. Um, we've read all the books, you know, listen to her podcasts. We do all the things. Um, but before I really knew who Rachel Hollis was, um, I just want to start off by saying, I'll never forget. It was, you know, a little over a year ago, I was 29 about to be turning 30 and I was in this spot. I don't, I, hopefully y'all can relate to me on this, but I was just feeling this like overwhelmingness of like, oh my God, I'm about to be 30. Um, and I don't know if I'm the only one who did, did this, but I, everybody feels that way (laughs) right before 30. You're not alone. Yeah. And I just felt like I started thinking about, oh my God, all the things I didn't accomplish in my twenties and I just wasn't in a good space and I was feeling down and I was like, I've got to get myself out of this. Like what is going on? And I just remember at the time, Rachel Hollis kept popping up and she was everywhere and she was recommended to me. And at the time, the only thing I knew about her was I think I had heard like a, the beginning of one of our podcasts and how she's like, you know, I'm a, I started a multi-million dollar company on my own and, you know, she has like four amazing kids and, um, you know, an amazing husband who has this really movie star job. And so that's really all I knew about her. And of course that she had written the book, Girl, Wash Your Face. And I'll never forget, I was in an airport. Again, I was about to turn 30 and I I walked by and saw her book and I was like, okay, I think I'm going to get it. I got to read this, you know, just looking for guidance and advice and, you know, all the things that we look for as, you know, women or as people. Um, and so I get on the plane, I start reading this book and I think I only literally read two or three pages when I stopped reading it. And, you know, she starts off by talking about how, you know, she, um, what was it? She starts saying how she like peed in her pants and like this most humiliating story. And, and I was just like, oh my gosh, like if this is this girl's most humiliating story, I just don't know if I can (laughs) see eye to eye like that. You know, I've done yeah, something hard wrong to relate. Life. Yeah, like I was like, oh no, like I've turned the wrong direction. Um, and then she goes into, you know, she's, you know, goes to these red carpet events and blah blah blah. And I literally stopped reading the book because I was like, you know, I just can't relate to this. Um, and Kristen, just to clarify, which book was this? Girl, wash your face. Okay. Yeah. I haven't. I actually, this is Lauren, and I actually haven't read her books, but I'm a huge fan of her podcast. Yes. Go ahead. <laughs> I've read all of her books. Yeah. This is Megan. <laughs> Continue. Anyway, I just remember. So you, stopped, so you stopped reading the book because you said this is not relatable. Yeah. I was like, I just can't okay. relate to this. This girl, you know, she's only like six, seven years older than me. She already has a million dollar company that she built herself. You know, she's an amazing family and she has all the things and I don't have any of this. Right. And I just, I just felt uh, defeated. I think that's the best word. I just felt What's the best word I'm looking for? You know what I'm talking about? Where you just feel just yeah, like, you're just deflated. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. just like ah, oh, I suck. You know, and so I stopped reading it, and um, about thirty minutes go by, and I just all of a sudden, uh, you know, Oprah, how she says like the aha moments. I literally had an aha moment where I was like, oh my god, like here I go again. Like I'm talking myself out of doing something because I'm comparing myself to someone else. And it just hit me like, why am I doing that? And then I started thinking about all the times where I've done that in my past. And I'm like, this does absolutely nothing for me. So 
I literally made the best decision ever. And I picked that book right back up and I started reading it. And thank goodness I did because, and it's hilarious because at the very end of chapter one, she talks about one of the first things she got rid of in her life was comparison. And that is the reason I came up with you know, doing this podcast and the name because I was like, okay, I can't be the only girl who did this. And if I am the only girl, then that really sucks. But <laughs> hopefully I'm not. <laughs> no, I mean, I feel like it's everybody's like, hey, yes, it's okay to sleep in your makeup. And that's totally just like a metaphor to say we're all going to F up sometimes. Nobody's perfect. And you can't compare yourself to somebody else's story because you really don't, even though she told a lot in her book, we don't know her whole story either. So you just have to remind yourself of that and just kind of live in your own story, not in worrying about everybody else's. Yeah. And when I read back the first chapter, it actually is super relatable. She was just trying to show like, hey, yeah, I might have these fancy events that I go to and I might have this million dollar company, but you know, I peed my pants today. And that was her goal. And I saw that now, I see that now, but at the time I was just feeling so low and just not good about myself. And, you know, I was comparing myself a hundred percent. And that's why, you know, I just want people, girls, especially, I think it's something that we all deal with on a certain level. I think, you know, there's a scale just like there is with everything else. And, you know, I'm pretty high up on the scale where I really have an issue with comparison. And so I just want to start the conversation with other women and, you know, um, start giving, you know, the the awareness. So I have more awareness now where I can be better and I want to give that to other women so they don't have to do what I did and learn from my mistakes. (laughs) Yeah. And I think the first step is like saying it out loud and you realize, because then you'll start catching yourself more in the moment when you're comparing yourself. Because I don't think some comparison's not going to go away necessarily. It's more about with like with anything, just kind of catching yourself when you are doing it. Oh, a hundred percent. And it's not like I'm cured. You know, it's not like, oh, I realized I've compared myself my whole life. Now I don't do it anymore. It's a daily choice. It's a daily decision. And the more I do it, the better I get at it and the quicker it, it happens. I catch myself quicker and quicker. And so, and that's what I want to share with other people so they can do the same. Um, and not talk themselves out of great things um, or doing great things because they're comparing themselves to other people. I love that. So what I hear the beautiful thing in that is that you were able to turn you know, yourself where you initially were comparing yourself to the point where you put the book down and turned away and basically felt even worse about yourself. But then you came back around and instead of making it feel instead of comparing yourself, you actually allowed it to empower you, which I think is her objective anyway. But I think that that is such a good lesson for us all to just see the other side of what power is on the other side of that. If you can, um, you know, celebrate each other's wins and instead of comparing, you know, just uh, do the opposite and what that can do for you in turn. So that's exciting. Yeah. So so that kind of explains the... Yeah. And to circle back around to the title too, um, it's like, I mess up all the time. We all do. And that's like, it's okay. Like, girl, yeah, wash your face, but it's, you know what? I slept in my makeup and that's okay too. So Just love yourself, girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. So, um, so that kind of gives you a background of where the title 
came from. It's kind of a spinoff of Rachel's first book and um, just a reminder that we all make mistakes and all can beat ourselves up. But at the end of the day, what's important is to love yourself and to move forward. And so the first podcast today, I think we would love to talk about the subject of comparison and maybe share some stories about that. Yeah, Uh, dive in a little deeper and just talk about – and it's not to – we want to dive into comparison to give you examples. It's not so we can reflect and beat ourselves up. I just want to point that out. But it's to, you know, look back and be like, yes, this is where I've done it. So you can learn from it and choose differently in the future and in the present. So yeah, yeah. Definitely. And I will add, just because this is our first episode, along with we'll have a different topic for every episode and it'll kind of evolve as we're going. So we're excited to have you kind of listen with us as we kind of grow and learn in our life. But we'll also bring on guests like we do have a brother and our mom and dad. So it's going to be a whole family affair and our sister-in-laws. I think we'll even bring our husbands on one time if they will let us. (laughs) Um So it's going to be a lot of fun, but we'll dive into kind of some comparison stories. Um, Hopefully you can relate. And yeah, Kristen, do you want to start with your comparison story or do you want me to? Um, Yeah. Why don't you start? Oh, okay. (laughs) Um, uh Oh, (laughs) like, why did I say that? Okay. So let's see. Probably my first memory of comparison I mean, I was pretty young when I started comparing myself, but I guess high school is more the comparison that started. I mean, it started with sports comparing like my skill level and then just in high school with like dating guys and no guys really wanted to date me, I always felt like. So I just compared myself to all my friends or other girls in the school. So stuff like that, I really lacked in confidence, even though I was friends with everybody, I just didn't feel like guys found me attractive. I have two gorgeous sisters, both blondes around my red hair. And trust me, in college, I grew into it and I love my red hair. But growing up, I didn't always love it and just felt like other people didn't love it. But I realized later in life that that was kind of myself really holding myself back because there are a lot of people that really big bucks to get your color hair. (laughs) I know. And everybody used to tell me that when I was younger and I was like, whatever. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I think that's honestly where my comparison started was just feeling like not good enough in weird ways and comparing myself to my sisters and to the women around me that I look different from. Which Um, I think is super common, by the way. Yeah, it's very common. Uh, I don't know. In a weird way, it's like embarrassing to admit. And I don't know why, but it is just because I'm like, man, I'm vain. All I cared about was (laughs) (laughs) my looks apparently, but... If you think about it, like, so I have an eight-year-old and just literally within the past couple of weeks, I've started to notice a shift. And I think, I think as children, it's totally normal and natural that at a certain age, you, it's like your eyes get these extra set of lenses and they start to recognize and care about what other people think about them. And then you start to, I I noticed my eight-year-old, you know, he doesn't want to stand out, he'd rather, you know, fit in. And and so I think it starts probably a lot younger than high school, but yeah, you know, for most of us, so I think it's totally normal. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. And then in, I was lucky enough in college, I actually got a life coach and had some really amazing friends around me that I really just built my confidence and that really changed for me. But it, it doesn't mean I don't still do it today. And then the other big comparison that I was going to bring up is just being a mom. I have two little girls. Joe is four. Rowan is 20 months. Um, and it's been the best journey of my life so far, but it's also been the hardest. And it's really easy to compare yourself. Um, I Weirdly, most moms compare themselves to other moms, but I actually had a realization the other day that I don't really do that a ton, but I actually compare myself to my own mom a lot in my own mind and create like these weird stories. I don't even think I've told you all that, but it's because mom was a stay-at-home mom and like we were her life and like I just commend her for that because I don't think I could be a stay-at-home mom. I'm a working mom, and I commend all the stay-at-home moms because I think they have the hardest job. I commend you for being a (laughs) full-time worker and a full-time – I mean, I don't know how you do it, honestly. (laughs) It's all hard. I don't know. Yeah, it's all hard, but I realized recently that I compared myself to mom and feel like really down on myself that I'm not a stay-at-home mom. It's weird. Um, so I think surprises just in, me because I, I mean, I've well, never heard you voice that over four years. <laughs> I know. It's like an internalization. Like, where did this come from? Yeah. yeah it's internalized completely because I would never want to be a stay at home mom. I think it is in me to work. That's who I am. Like, I just love contributing and being around people. So, like, you probably haven't heard it because it's just nothing I really even considered, but I still compare myself. You need to myself. talk to me more often. I'm a st- <laughs> this is Lauren. I'm a stay-at-home mom. Obviously, oh, yeah. I haven't done a good enough job <laughs> telling you about the hard times. No, I'm just no, kidding. Well, no, because I don't want to. I totally <laughs> yeah. get the hard times. It's more like, I don't know how to explain it. I'm comparing myself to mom and thinking yeah. I'm not as good of a mom or to you um, because I'm not around my kids as much as like she was. Does that make sense? Yeah, you yeah. gotta stop. Stop that, girl. But yeah, that's, that's awesome. I I appreciate your vo- like being vulnerable and sharing that. Yeah. yeah. No, and I think that. And by the way, I just want to say like, whatever you choose and you want, do it a hundred percent. Like, don't you know? Learn from Megan. Don't compare yourself. Don't let or don't feel if you feel judged by other. Don't let that get to you. Like, I just you know, it's like whatever makes you happy is what's most important. And I'm just so glad you're recognizing that. So you don't have to let that affect you on a daily basis or in your daily life. So. Yeah, totally. And I actually realized it weirdly in a, so my work, I work for a favor. Um, I'm a sales manager, but we did really cool thing. Like all of the women that work that are moms, we did like a little mom meetup for our last company meeting And that's when I realized it because everybody was talking about comparison. I was like, I don't feel like I compare myself to moms, actually. Um, Weirdly, it came up with just like mom guilt and all of that. And then I was like, oh my gosh, I totally compare myself to mom because sometimes I feel like she's judging me for like how much I have to leave my kids. But then I'm like, I know she's not (laughs) at all. Like the story you created. Yeah. And it's like, I made that up in my head. It's so annoying that we do that. That's to another thing. Like that's how I, I realized hate it. <laughs> when we li- live out of our stories, or you could say even lies we tell ourselves. Like 
when we're able to figure that out, like, oh my God, I made this up and I've been living my life from this story I've made up for years now. It's like, it's almost like breaking out of jail when you come to that realization or awareness. It's really an amazing feeling. And I don't know, I'm sure y'all can relate to that as well. Oh yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> totally. But yeah, I guess, yeah. should I hop into my Yeah, and I was like, now I can story? turn it o- over to somebody <laughs> else. Um, I feel like my biggest loss um, with comparing myself happened um, a while ago. I'll, I'll never, you know, it was a big journey in my life when I was in high school. So I've sa- sang my whole life. Singing has been a part of me. It's something I loved forever. Um, and I decided in high school that I really wanted to try to pursue it. And uh, about 16 years old, I kind of went after it uh, somewhat. And I, I'll never forget. Do y'all remember MySpace? It was like the thing um, when I was in high school. And of course, Facebook too, but it came a little later. But um, so I'll never forget. I convinced my dad to take me to a studio and record two of my favorite songs. And I had um, a photo shoot done and I took these pictures and I started a music MySpace. And that was like the start of my music career. And I remember just thinking like, okay, yes, I I did it. I have a music career. Um, (laughs) But, you know, it was just putting myself out there. Um, But crazy enough, um, I don't know if y'all know who Larry Rudolph is, but for those of you who don't know who he is, he is actually Britney Spears' longtime manager, Um, super stand-up guy. He's great at what he does, actually contacted me through that MySpace crazy enough. And um, I'll never forget, wrote me a message like, hey, I think you're super talented. Um, If you're ever in the LA area, I would love to meet you. And I was like, oh my God, you know, this is, this is amazing. This is like, you know, this, I'm now famous. No, (laughs) but I remember um, it too. It was like a huge deal. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, this is it. Like, dad, you got to take me to LA. I I have to meet with Larry Rudolph and my, I'll never forget. My dad was like, Kristen, it's, you know, not real. It's not really him. It's some kind of scam. And I was like, no dad, it's Larry Rudolph. Like we got to go to, we got to go to LA. So sure enough, he takes me and Megan, Megan came with me. She was like my ride or die. She still is, but y'all both are. Oh yeah. I was just tagging along for the fun, (laughs) but we go and sure enough, it was Larry Rudolph himself and we go to lunch with him. And, you know, I feel like that's, that's not when I started comparing myself, but that's when I really started to notice it. Um, I'll never forget at the lunch. I was so nervous that, I was where I'll never forget. I was wearing sunglasses and I never took them off because I was like, oh my God, like I feel like I'm not as pretty as like, you know, the singers that were out there at the time, which, you know, Britney Spears was really big at the time, Christina Aguilera. I was like, you know, I don't have the same body. Like I, I just compared myself nonstop. Like I didn't even take my sunglasses off during that meeting because I was scared he was going to think I wasn't pretty enough or as pretty or, you know, whatever thoughts, crazy thoughts I had going through my head. Um, And what, and you know, and it never stopped like, um, and he, not that my career stopped there. I did things, you know, from there. I mean, I got to work with some of the biggest music producers and got to sing for some of the top people in the industry, which was really cool. Um, including Timberland. Remember Megan, when 
I sang. I'll never her, forget. <laughs> but the problem. I was like so yeah. nervous for you. I was like, how is she doing this? Oh my God. I was so nervous. But the problem was a lot of my, I had a lot of fear and a lot of anxiety and a lot of it was driven from comparison. And I just want to say that I feel, I know I would be in a different place in my music if I didn't compare myself like I did all those years. Um, I mean, it literally takes you out of the game. Um, and the reason it's I almost w- like it paralyzed you. Oh, it did. It just paralyzed me. It was like, I have no chance. Like I'm not as good as, you know, my vocals aren't as good. I mean, it was nonstop comparison and it did nothing for me. And at the time it was very unconscious that I was doing it, but Now, when I look back, you know, I see all the comparison that was happening and and, and that wasn't the only time I did it in in other aspects of my my life as well. Um, But that's probably the biggest one that I can remember. Um, But yeah, and I want to say that because I want, again, I want people to learn from my mistakes and y'all's mistakes and us being vulnerable and sharing these things so people don't have to do what we did. Um, it's like, even if you're out there wanting to pursue a music career, like, please learn from me, you know, when you have the opportunities arise and trust me, they will, if you work at it, you have to go in full, like who you are. Don't even think about anything other than what you love. And that's music. If you're, if that's what you're going after, but this is for anything, not just a music career. I think, yeah, I was about to say not just for music, but anything. And I always remember a word of advice that I had heard at one point where it was just saying, anytime you're in a spot like that, where you're facing a challenge or a decision or, or, you know, anything that a good question for you to ask yourself is, you know, for you, Kristen, for example, is what would the Kristen that I want to be do and do that? and don't, and don't think twice about it, you know? So in that moment that might give you the extra push of confidence and, um, secureness that you need in a moment like that. So I think that that's really cool. Yeah. And that's probably where, you know, I think fear is a whole topic for another episode, but I think comparison really plays into fear. So, we can talk about that more in another episode. We have so much to talk about. So much. <laughs> so much. And I also want to say, Megan, I don't know. Remember the other day I called you and I was like, have y'all ever felt where you see somebody else going after it and killing it and you just feel like a gut punch? Have y'all ever felt that way? Yes. Uh, yes. So <laughs> I just want to bring it up because this has happened to me a lot um, where – I see someone like killing it, going after it, and it, it could sound like jealousy, and maybe it is a little, but I think where that comes from is when there's something that you are in your soul wanting to do and you are pushing it down and you know, acting like that want or desire isn't there, and you see other people going after what they want, it's like it like kills you, right? Because it's like, oh my God, I'm watching this person fully go after it and I'm I'm not doing what I want to do. And I want to bring that up because like if you're sitting listening to us like, oh my God, you feel a gut punch, it's might be because you're not doing something that's in your soul and that you're wanting to do in your life. And I just want to challenge people who hear this like, hey, if that's you, what what are you not doing? What what is it? It could I mean anything. Is it 
you know, a pad, a podcast like us? Is it, you know, writing a book? Is it um, starting a cooking blog? You know, whatever it could be. Um, I just really want to challenge people to go after what they want in their life. Awaken. Yeah. Awaken. Awaken. <laughs> Awoke. <laughs> exactly. Uh, what, and I, oh, sorry. Go ahead, go Megan, ahead. Megan, go oh, ahead. I was just going to say, Yes, I think we all get that gut punch. And I think it's just a good reminder, though, in those moments to realize, like I always say, there is room for everybody. So if you see somebody doing something exactly what you want to do, that's okay, too. Like, there's room for everybody. Everybody has a voice. Like, be authentic and be yourself. Don't be like a copycat necessarily, but just do what you want to do. I think sometimes people see something and they're like, oh, it's already being done. And so then they don't do it. Um, all the that, time. That, that, I, that just means there's, you know, a market for it. There's a space yeah. for it. So get out there and do it your way, you know? Yeah, exactly. And I think the other piece to that is like, you just feel overwhelmed on not where to start. And I, you know, I commend Kristen for like pushing us to do this podcast because this is something that we've been talking about a long time and we could have just not done it. It's easy to not do things. Um, but it's just about taking small steps. And that's what Rachel Hollis teaches. And I love that because I get really overwhelmed by things and I want things to happen right away. It's like the, my five-year-old story that mom always tells. I asked for a gymnastics mat when I was five, she got me one for Christmas and I went up and down that thing doing flips and just landing on my face. And I was so confused because I was like, I got the gymnastics mat. Why can't I do gymnastics? <laughs> and my, that's like my little kid brain still sometimes thinks like that. I'm like, okay, I want to do this. Why can't I just do it? Like I want things to be happening fast and quickly and just be immediate easy. gratification. Immediate. Yeah. And <laughs> that's just not how life works. And it's been a long time for me to learn that. I'm 33, but it takes steps and it takes small steps because if you expect to get from zero to a hundred, it's just not gonna happen. So like for me, it was a huge thing was a goal after having two C-sections was working out. And so I was like, okay, I'm finally just going to commit to like one day a week. Then I upped it to two days a week. So whatever your goal is, start small. Like don't give yourself these huge lavish things. You know, and like now our, you're like up to like every day. Yeah. Now <laughs> I'm doing at least 30 minutes a day. And sometimes that means just like running around with my kids and I count it because they're a lot of work, but yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. like I try to should. move every single day. And so I think like when you brought up the podcast, we started with just talking about it, you know, just little things like, you know, once every other week we had a conversation about what would it look like? And then we started getting into the technical side. So yeah, I think I'm probably rambling now, but just starting small and yeah. sticking with a goal like once a week or something. Yes. Right. Another thing that I was, I thought about the other day, actually, when it comes to comparison and is just siblings and the order of that. And I think that would actually be an interesting podcast for another time, just talking about siblings and the order and our experience with that. And maybe even talk to other totally. siblings out there. That would be fun. But when it comes to comparison, I was just thinking about our family and I'm sure others can relate that naturally, I think the younger ones have older siblings to compare themselves to from day one. And so I think that that just naturally happens and um, and can have maybe an effect at an earlier age. I don't know. But for me, I'm the second and my brother was two years older or is two years older than me. And I think being the opposite sex, it didn't really uh, 
that wasn't really the case for me and, and for my brother. So we didn't have older siblings to sit there and compare myself to. And, um, but I would imagine Megan, Kristen, for you, that possibly you can speak for your, for yourself, but that possibly could have been different and maybe started at a younger age, just within the family, let alone outside the family. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. I remember from a very young age, just thinking like, oh my gosh, like I have these, cause you know, to me, y'all were like the most amazing people in the world. I looked up to y'all still do. And I just remember thinking like, oh my God, how am I ever going to be as smart and beautiful and, um, talented as these, you know, people in my life. So yeah, I mean, it started, (laughs) it started very young for me. So yeah. And I, you know, um, I just encourage others who have kids. I mean, I don't have kids, so I don't know if this is the right thing to say or not, but you know, if you see that maybe with your younger ones, um, you know, maybe start a conversation. I think it might be super helpful for those youngins that you, that you have. (laughs) I think it's, and it's, I think it's going to say that, um, no, I lost my train of thought, but I was just saying that as a younger I think because Kristen was the youngest of four and mom always talks about the sibling books that we could go over, but because I'm five years younger than Lauren, technically I'm considered another first child. So I don't think even I had the comparison as much because you were almost like a second mom to me. And then Brian was so much older that like, I don't know, it just, I didn't compare myself a ton. I tried to be like y'all for sure. I think that's why I was so into volleyball. Um, because you did volleyball, but I don't, I think for Kristen, it was almost like she had (laughs) kind of a lot of against her with three older siblings where we were all like first child syndrome. And then she was like the youngest. We were all tried to take care of her, but all tried to tell her what to do. But I will say, Kristen, it's sad that you did compare yourself so much because I saw you as like the shining star of our family. I know. And I was I actually still, about, that's what I, I was still about do. to say. I was about to yeah. say, it's funny, Kristen, so that you had that perspective because we all like adored you and worshiped you. And we just like, just, oh, Lord. we're so proud of you. We're so proud of yeah, you, your you're entire like the most life. Creative. I'm blushing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I think that, and again, we can, jump into the sibling thing on another podcast, but another episode, another episode. (laughs) Yeah. Not another podcast, but, um, yeah, it is, it is interesting. I think there's definitely pros and cons to, you know, each birth order and all that kind of stuff, but, um, it will be fun to discuss. So I know I'm just going to put this into the universe that Mm -hmm. Kate Hudson and her brother have a podcast sibling revelry and I think they're going to want to interview us one day. What do y'all oh. think? Is that a bold statement? <laughs> oh my gosh. No, we, I feel like we could bring a lot Nobody's going to listen to this, but you know what? <laughs> you never know. That's why you got to say it out loud, right? Right. Manifesting. I'm all Manifest. about it. And they do say, you know, I love that saying where it's like, you know, the first time you do something, it might suck. But the good thing is it's going to get better and better. So sorry if this episode sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. It can only go up, girls. It can only go up. And listeners, for you listeners listening to this, stick with us because we are... Hi, mom and dad. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's funny. Um, we are going to have this first one. We want to end it with kind of introducing each of ourselves just a really quick 
introduction, you'll get to know us way deeper in the future. And we cannot just know that we are everyday people just like you, no previous platform. And we're just willing to share our life basically with you. And we're just so excited to get to learn and grow with each other and with our listeners. And we hope that you will join the fun. We are definitely going to have lots of fun in the future and probably some tears too. And um, we just definitely can't wait. Laughter. Yeah. Definitely laughter though. Yeah. We, we love oh, to laugh sure. and have a good time. So who wants to go first to do a little introduction. Why don't we go youngest to oldest? Kristen, take it away. No, I'm just kidding. Um, So yes, as y'all know, I'm the youngest. Um, My brother actually named me after his crush in fifth grade, I believe. Um, (laughs) But I am 30 years old and I got married last year and um, we have two fur babies, no um, human babies yet, but we're thinking about it. That could be another episode because I'm not going to lie. I'm scared shitless to have kids. (laughs) Because you've seen too much. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, I just feel like it should be a conversation. I'm like, none of my friends are talking about it. I'm, I'm like, am I the only one so scared? Um, but anyway, yeah. So and I also um, basically work for myself in real estate. I um, sell residential homes and absolutely love it. Um, yeah. And this is... Live? Huh? I live in Nashville, Tennessee, and I've lived here um, seven years now. Oh my God. Can't believe it's seven years. And I also, fun fact, met my husband on a Southwest Airlines flight flying to Nashville. So all you late single ladies out there, you know, you don't have to rely on just like Tinder and stuff. You can like meet people on planes. So <laughs> you never know. Never That's know. Amazing. Yeah. Just manifest it. You just never know. <laughs> And another thing about Kristen, you kind of heard earlier, is she's an amazing singer. So we will make her sing on here one day. Yes, for sure. Or like every day if it were up to me. Yeah. And just to say, you know, singing is still a part of my, I think it will always be a part of my life. It doesn't look like it did um, years ago, but I will say that there's plenty of things I did that I'm super proud of and that I loved and it, it will always be a part of my life. Um, and, you, you know, only sing, but you, she's an amazing writer. Yeah. So I've gotten to write stuff that's been in TV and film. So, and maybe if this is something people are interested in learning more about, like how to break into the music industry, I'm happy to like talk about things I did, um, especially in publishing. Um, if that's something people want to learn more about, I'm happy to do an episode about that. So. Sweet. Cool. Um, And then I'm Megan. I'm the third of four kids. And like I said earlier, I have red hair. I don't know why I keep bringing that up today. Because it's Um, awesome. (laughs) Apparently. Um, And I am married. I live in, now I live in Prosper, Texas. So I went to, we all grew up in Austin, Texas. And then I went to TCU in Fort Worth and then kind of just always found jobs in the Dallas area. But we just moved up a little bit north. So we, everybody says I live in Oklahoma. Um, if you're familiar with DFW and I have my husband, Bobby, and then Joe is four. I think I already said this, but I'll repeat it. And Joe's Rowan a girl. Is I just tw- thought people should yes. know Joe, Joe. Sorry. I yes, know that doesn't matter. My- no, it's great. Both my girls have boy names. So Joe is Rowan. I mean, Joe, oh my gosh, Joe is four and Rowan is 20 months and they are the light of my life. And also my why I'm so exhausted. Um, but yeah, I've just 
pretty much mom life, but I work full time and I'm super thankful for my company. It's Favor Delivery. It's an app where you can get anything delivered just in Texas. And we're owned by HEB and Central Market. Um, They bought us about a year and a half ago, which has been really cool. And I manage a sales team. Um, You also have like 20 side hustles. Yeah. Well, just two, but this and one other mom thing, but a mom network, which I'm sure I'll talk about because it's really, I'm really passionate about it. But the favor is I'm super grateful for all the people I get to work with. And I hope to do an episode maybe about managing people. Um, Cause like we said in the beginning, we all are passionate about people and that's like a huge passion of mine as well. I've just always had a drive to want to help people in any small way that I can. So um, I think that's good for now. A little bit about me, Lauren. Love it. My name is Lauren and I am the oldest girl, but I'm the second in our family after our brother. And I am married, have been married. We just celebrated our 13th year anniversary. We've been together Whoa. 17. And Crazy. I can't believe it's been that long. I know. I was actually just doing the math to make sure I got that right. <laughs> um, and we have an amazing son who is eight. His name is Kai. And I'll for sure talk about maybe we can have an episode because um, I am super passionate about preemies. Our son Kai was a micro preemie born at one pound, 13 ounces. And he is an amazing, strong, healthy eight year old today. So he's super special to us. And we currently lit. Well, let me back up. Uh, the past four years, we lived in Shanghai, China, all the way across the world. And earlier this year, we moved back stateside and are currently outside of the DC area in Virginia. So new experience, new everything. And we are just uh, getting adjusted back to the States, but it's so nice being able to hop on a short flight to Tennessee or Texas to see family instead of um, flying for, you know, 16 hours plus. (laughs) of travel. So yeah, that's me. Love it. Love it. And I just love this because it gives me another excuse to talk to y'all, um, all the time. Yeah. I know we pretty much do this anyway and we're just recording. So we hope you like it. And Megan share with our listeners, please. We would love, love, love your input on any topics that you want us to talk about or anything that any suggestions, we are so open and we just can't wait to connect with you. And Megan, where can they find us? Yeah. So right now we're just kind of getting started, but if we'd love to hear from you, if you want to email us, it's slept in my makeup podcast at gmail.com slept in my makeup podcast at gmail.com. Um, so yeah, send us questions, what you would want to hear more of. We'd love to hear from you guys. Um, and then we'll get some social media and get that up and running too. So soon you'll be able to contact us there. Um, but thank you so much for listening, mom and dad. Um, we're so grateful. <laughs> hey, maybe for everything. Aunt, Aunt, our grandma. Hey, Grand. Oh, hey, yeah, Debbie. Hey, Grand. <laughs> yes. Thank, Thank you, family. You. Friends, we love y'all. We love um, you, family. We love you, yeah, friends. And we're super grateful. And we just, like Lauren said in the beginning, we hope you leave these episodes loving yourself a little bit more than you did when you started the episode. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Love y'all. Bye.